It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, it's August 15, 2018. It's 9 a.m. here on the East Coast or the Eastern Time Zone, that is, in the United States, and uh, continuing our stories from the, uh, the, the rally in Washington, D.C., now on the conservative, the, the right-leaning, uh, I guess, alt-media is putting things up that they think that Jason Kessler is the most brilliant troll of the left in, in this century, and maybe through the whole century, because of the, how he trolled the left and coming to Washington D.C. and Charlottesville. Nobody was in Charlottesville but the but the the commies, the crazies, and they were fighting with themselves and the police. Same thing happened in D.C. I didn't even know it that after we left, the 25 people that went there. Oh my God, we were going to overthrow the government and just like you know start a complete and total civil war. 25 people. And, you know, after we left and left them standing in the rain with no person to dance with at the senior prom, there they were. They started fighting amongst themselves and fighting with the cops. And we were gone. We weren't even there anymore. So you can see how crazy this is. So Kessler, whatever he did, if some people didn't like his speech, whatever, you've you got to give the guy credit for trolling these people and getting media attention on this one single event where only 25 people went to take a stand. And the police presence, the police procedure, everything about it was like precision orchestrated. Kessler doesn't know how to provide security. I have never been more secure in my entire life. We had the best security you could imagine. And a couple of times it was likely that the police security could have broken down. There was a, that one point where we got held up for several minutes where Antifa had blocked the road. I don't know what they did. Maybe they had a big mass of people behind this one point. That's what I, I would guess. I can't say. I, I didn't see it. But after several minutes, the police opened up the corridor and, and get, got us on down into the bar. So the, the security was the best. I've never seen, but well, I have seen equal. Tennessee same quality security that we got in D.C., but the, the D.C. thing was, was, I don't know why it had to be so much more intense, but it was intense. The evacuation, more or less, from the, the park right in front of the White House. And you know that's all on videotape from the White House. You know Donald Trump is watching that. And he, you know that Donald Trump is looking at real news, not fake news. Donald Trump saw that. So, you know, and, and, and the, the whole evacuation out of there and getting onto the train and then getting out of the train and going up to the parking garage and get skedaddling out of the parking garage and everything was controlled and completely secure. I couldn't believe how smooth it went. Would you agree with that, Robert? Yes. Uh, when there was some confusion and disagreement, Kessler did what the police said. We were waiting for some more people, and that was what the problem I had with that that one one o'clock to five thirty gap, you know, where we were going to be on the train and then moving towards Washington D.C. Well, that was the problem because not everybody had showed up on time, and Kessler knew it. But he went ahead with the police. He he, he knew he had to, and he didn't create confusion and he just we just got on the train and went on over there so well, you know what he it probably, he how many put more us in a really bad place if he just said we're not ready to go you know and the police could have just walked off and said well if you don't go we're gonna we're gonna quit yeah so yeah exactly it's what that's why you have to be on the scene to understand what went down why it went down and, and what were the best uh, steps to take? One, one of the guys with us had a, a surgical mask on, 
And the cop said, you got to take that mask off. And he didn't want to take it off. So he was going to be defiant. And I said, hey, dude, make it easy on everybody. And uh, so he complied with the police officer's orders. And he disguised his identity. You know, doxing is a real thing. And uh, and, the, and the police officer thanked him for, for doing that. And, you know, and I went back and thanked the police officer for handling it the way that he did. And that was the... The most conversation I got out of any one of the white policemen on the scene. I spoke with some black guys. They they wanted they responded. You know, the black officers. But the white none of the white officers would even acknowledge the fact that you spoke to them. I guess they needed to remain neutral. But you can certainly know for a fact that all those police officers after we left and we obeyed every instruction, did what we were told, didn't cause any trouble. And we went everywhere that they told us it was a safe place to go. And on the other hand, Antifa and all those people, those commies on the on the left, they were completely disorderly. They busted stuff up. They left a mess on the street. They fought with themselves. They fought with the police. Every one of those police officers in that D.C. area knows who the good guys are and who the bad guys are. Rich. Is Rich from New York on with us, I think? Is he with us yet, Rich? Hey, Rich, good to hear you, man. Another, another one, another one of the twenty-five, like the uh, three hundred. <laughs> I want to clear this up, Robert. Um, that guy was with us. He was waving, and then he stopped waving, so it looked like he was going to salute. He never hit his chest and threw his arm up. He put his arm up and was waving to the crowd. And he stopped waving and had his arm up the whole time and started waving again. So he was not throwing the salute. He was someone that was with us. I'm not going to say his name because he had his identity disguised. But I just want to clear that up. He definitely wasn't doing it. I went out to dinner with him. Well, somebody in the chat says he saw it on roughly TV. He said he described him as dressed like Darth Vader. Yeah, he he had an American flag uh, thing over his face. But he was waving. And he stopped waving as he's walking, and he started waving again. Yeah, you know, I was right. I was next to him. Um, like I said, I know that gentleman personally. The Nazis they're talking about were there is my wife and me, because I have the 14 tattoo, and so does she. And I held up the White Lives Matter flyers. We got, my uh, fiancé got over 20,000 retweets because they're trying to dox her. And they're, say, you know, and they're saying horrible things about her. And... Um, there's a thing where it says 10 Nazis, and it's me, Frank, and a couple other people. So it's me and you, Frank, that they're trying to, and Jason Kessler, that they're trying to figure out so they can dock. And it's a few, um, the Spanish guys and a couple other people. Those are the people that they're saying were the, the Nazis out are there. Well, you know, that's funny. Uh, you know, the young guy with me, he just, he just got out of here, but he's been giving me all the news inf- and information about this. And, uh, you know, apparently, uh, what the, what the, he said that, uh, number one, he said that, you know, I had all day, I didn't hear one single speech that was made because I got interviewed all day long. And right. all day long, they tried to put me in a box, and, I, and they, like, asking me questions, are you a racist? And I said, well, define that term. And then they wouldn't. I'd say, no, that's not me. I don't, I don't believe in anything like that. You know, and then... Uh, are you a, a, a neo? And I said, no, I'm not at all. I don't, I don't necessarily believe in any of that stuff either. But uh, it, you know, and it, I just gave them statements that they really couldn't twist. And and they're still calling me a Nazi. Is that is that what you just said? Yeah. Well, there's a there's a picture, and it says uh, ten Nazis that we need to make famous, and it's uh, it's the two Spanish guys, it's me, two. It's one of the guys with the bandanas around his face. It's uh, the guy from Texas, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, it's, and then they have the one with the guy you were with, with the mask. They have him, but then there's a picture with him. I was going to call you last night. They do have him last year at Charlottesville without his mask. So there's a picture of him with the mask and without the mask. So oh, last geez, year, okay. You have that. Um, they are being vicious. Um, I'm getting death threats on my emails, but it doesn't matter, you know. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, 
okay, okay. You know, you have to laugh at this. It's so ridiculous. To make claims about a person, you don't even know what I'm like. Last night I was on the uh, Nation of Islam radio show giving a report of what happened in Washington, D.C. to Brother Carl, the guy I did the radio show with years ago. And, you know, and, and I'm tell, and I, and saying, oh, I preface everything, Carl, and I say, you know me, you know, they calling me a, knee, a, a white supremacist and hate and all this stuff. He says, Francis, I don't know, that's a whole bunch of hooey, whatever he said, I forget what term he used, because that's not the way I am. So these people that are calling everybody these names are really making a big mistake. I hope Donald Trump is listening to the radio show today. You know, I mean, we were, don't tell me that, there's, that Donald Trump has not watched on video what happened there. Uh, some, I think it might have been you that told me that Donald Trump was up in New Jersey playing golf that, yes. that day. Okay, so, Someone, you know, go ahead. Uh, Tucker was on last night, and Tucker made a very good point. If anyone can watch it from last night, he made it that, and he said, Look at this. Where are the Nazis out of there? They're not there. The only people I see are the Antifa, the bad people. They're destroying places. He goes, NBC character, um, news camera guy got attacked by Antifa, and they're not even reporting that. And he's like, why wouldn't they report their camera guy getting attacked by Antifa? Because they're not Nazis. That's what Tucker said. He said there was no Nazis here, that Antifa... So they need people need to wake up and see it's Antiva that uh the ones that are dangerous that they uh had a chance no wall no border no more USA that was one of their chants. Tucker exposed that uh, last night on his show and about Antiva. All right, see, so that's what I'm saying. The, the trend is towards towards us, and you know Jason Kessler, in spite of the fact that he he even claims and he isn't a white nationalist. In time, he will be a white nationalist because there's going to be no other choice. And, you know, I've, I've heard uh, one of the people who were up there in uh, D.C. with us said that 10%, if you have 10% of the population on your side, that's how you need that, to, or even to be friendly towards you, that would be what you would need to stage a successful revolution. Of course, this is a... <clears throat> an armed revolution this, this young guy is talking about. Well, then I got a, a text from Daryl from Missouri, and I may, he may or may not be listening today. He said 3%. Well, stop and think about that. 3%. I mean, 10% would be 35 million people that we need to be on our side. Where are these people coming from? They're not coming from the League of the South or, or the, uh, the Shield Wall Network or the NSM, they don't have anywhere near that many people. 3% is somewhere around 10 million people. We need to get these 10 million people to be on board with what we're doing. And this, these are the steps that are moving towards that. For Tucker Carlson to report that, was he reporting about Charlottesville or was that he reporting about D.C.? He was reporting about D.C. D.C. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so he said, yeah, where, where, where are the Nazis? There's no Nazis there. The only reason people wore masks is so they wouldn't get doxxed and, and have it impact their lives in a negative way. That's why. And so if you don't understand that, it's because you don't know what's going on. This is the real news you're hearing right here now. This is not fake news. Rich was there. I was there. Robert was there. We know what happened. We know. I don't really even know how to explain the, the emotions, I guess. Was it exciting? Was it thrilling? Was it scary? I don't know. I, I was never afraid through the was, whole thing. I was, I, it was the, the biggest adrenaline rush you, I would ever get. Exactly. I mean, the way I, I can only think of it is like, you know, uh, you're going into Giant Stadium and you're the football team from uh, Pittsburgh. You're one of the 25 guys on the Pittsburgh football team walking into Giant Stadium, a home game. And all those Giants fans hate you. I mean, thousands of people hated me for, just for walking and being white. Thousands of people hated At me. At least that's the display. But, you know, what, we, what you see and hear from this whole circus 
is not exactly what it is. You know, some of those people are paid. You know, don't you think? They're paid, paid protesters. Yeah, they're paid. Oh, I think so. I think so. How, you know, how do they? So, how much money did it cost them to get all those people there? You know, originally there was there was reports that they were locals. Well, no, there was like forty different organizations from all over the country that were there. So they went and spent all that money, thousands upon thousands of dollars, maybe a million dollars. Who knows how much? I mean, as far as you could see, all across the street, three hundred yards, I would say. It was shoulder to shoulder, as far as you can see, from one building closed off the street to the other end of the park where the buildings closed off the street again. The street was packed with people. I mean, we are yelling. the only people there that aren't paid. The police are paid. The newspaper are paid. Yeah, yeah, protesters, a lot of them are paid. You know, the ground crew, the city employees, we're the only ones there for a real cause. So what kind of hate is that? If you're paid to hate somebody, that's not genuine. I, I, I never, I'll never forget that one white kid with the t- white T-shirt on. He was sweating so profusely that his um, whole, it looked like somebody hosed him down. You remember that guy? But, um, guys, I got to go. Listen, um, there's going to be another caller. My wife's going to be calling in. And um, I'm so, the other guy from Jersey, he's on the line, so look out for him, too. He was there with us. All right. Okay, uh, yeah. Yeah, see him right here. You're, are you ready for him? All right. Yeah, All right. bring him on. Jared. Welcome, Jared. Yeah, well, how you guys doing this morning? Hi. Doing good. I wasn't there with you guys, but I appreciate you guys going there, and I heard all the hoopla and everybody saying everything as being a bad thing. You guys didn't do a bad thing. I give you guys lots of credit for doing what you guys did. Even David Duke gives you guys props. You guys are you guys have more balls than a lot of people. I know there probably would have been more people if the police didn't rush you guys out of there quicker. I wish I could have been there, but due to have wife and kids and being an OTR truck driver, I have a little bit harder time to get to those events. I would have loved to have been there, but other than that, this, um, I know that watching all the all the video of um, Antifa in Washington, Charlottesville, the Charlottesville is where they're chanting. No border, no, uh, no USA. That was in Charlottesville, but y'all said uh, people in um, Washington D.C. walking with Trump shirts 2020 that they didn't show on the news that were actually being attacked while you got after you guys left. So they're attacking anybody and anybody. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. So, well, well, thank you. I think, I think Rich good is, to see you guys being there. Thank you. I think oh. Rich's uh, fiance or wife is with us. Good morning. Hey guys, how's everyone doing this morning? Hey, hey, this is, hey what was your name again? I'm, <laughs> it's Leanne. Leanne. Yeah, this is uh, Rich's fiance. I'm just calling the guys. Listening in right. and things like that to everything. Can you hear me? Leanne? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just wanted to say good morning. Um, talk, I guess, a little bit about this weekend. Uh, man, that was definitely some experience, huh? <laughs> I don't think I've ever walked down the street and have been so hated for people that don't even know anything about you or even what they hate you for. <laughs> Yeah, amazing, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's crazy, you know. It, it, all these things, all these posts, all these pictures that people are putting up and trying to ID people, what for? You know, for going into a public park and saying something that you might not agree with? I don't see anybody else sitting on their computer all day long trying to ID every single one of those people. I think my photo alone has over 21,000 retweets. That's insane. <laughs> like, are they, where do I work? Um, 
you know, and listing all these crazy places, like really they think they're going to find one person in the entire United States? You know, it's just, and, and most of them is, you know, oh, these people probably don't work. Really? Because I don't think that any of us are sitting on the computer all day trying to sift people out. <laughs> it's just, yeah. it's amazing. It's funny. It's comical. It really is, you know? So Exactly. And let's not yeah. let's not forget everybody. The real two women here, at the yeah. two women at the event. This lady and that uh, one lady that came by herself. I mean, yeah, that I thought word, honestly, yeah. I thought she was a reporter. I kind of you know I really didn't get a chance to exchange words. I wish I did. I wish I would have said something and went up to her. You know, there was just so much going on. You know, you don't know who's who and what's what. Well, you know, obviously, it, she didn't want to get doxxed either. So. You know, she tried yeah. to keep her her hat on, glasses on, and keep her head down oh, a little absolutely. bit so nobody could get a clear shot of her. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I mean, imagine that two women and 23 men, and this is one of the two women that are, these are Celtic warrior princesses. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, like I said, you know, it definitely, you know, it, it, I'm sure there's plenty of women out there. It, it definitely is a movement ran by mostly dominant men. So it is intimidating for a woman to also stand her ground and to show up and to do it. Um, but I don't see why there's any reason why they shouldn't. Right. You know? I mean, and as far as security, none of us really knew what was going to happen. Robert no. Well, what to expect. Yeah, exactly. Robert was saying that we really needed planning and so on and so forth. <clears throat> and planning is good, but the beginning of the plan was to size up the, what was going on. And we, yeah. how we got, how we wound up going from the bus rendezvous point, first we're supposed uh -huh. to go to the train station, then the bus rendezvous for some reason, then back to the train station, mm -hmm. and even though we went back and forth between these two places, you know, you know, a couple of times, the police were still there when we got there. Yeah, and, and, yeah, they. And like Rich said, they, they some of the people got left behind. How many people got left behind? And you yeah. know. You know how it was. I mean, coming back in that police van thing, that was a crazy. Right. Whoever thought they would ever be in something like that in their entire life? Absolutely was, not. Absolutely not. I know. Not. It's like born I'm identity sure or something. I'm telling you. you know, yeah. I'm like surprised said, we didn't have a wreck. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, the police definitely did a great job coordinating, I have to say, Um I, you know, thanks to them, you know, I certainly felt it. But, um, yeah, that, that van thing, I wasn't expecting that. I got my poncho on. Here I am thinking I'm about to, you know, take this long walk back in the rain. And then all of a sudden it was like, get in the van. Like, okay, <laughs> this is nice. Yes, and, and so. Antifa's standing out there in pouring rain fighting with each yeah. other in the cops. I mean, <laughs> yeah, on. exactly. I, that was such a big win. I, I, did, I, I think that's Absolutely. one of the most brilliant things that ever happened. Absolutely. And the excitement you know, and they, level. Yeah, the adrenaline and, and all of that. But, you know, they're talking about, you know, it was a big win for, um, for the other side because there wasn't a lot of people in numbers. Hey, it doesn't matter if it's one or two people standing there. The fact that they stand and you say what you have to say and do what we were supposed to do, to me that's a win. No one got hurt. You know, it, it was peaceful. You know, it's, it's, it's sickening because the other side... Like I said, they don't even know what they're angry for. They're just hateful people. I mean, attacking each other, the police, the reporters. I mean, come on. Exactly. Uh, <clears throat> it, it was just, you know, like I said, I, I, I really wasn't frightened in the whole thing. And there was no point no. where I was actually frightened. I no, felt, yeah, uh, you're right. And, and yeah. uh, even though you're looking around, I mean, you we're walking down the street, and we're leaving a trail of screaming people by the side of the road. <laughs> and right? people behind us. I mean, we were, we were uh -huh. like in a little box, a 50-foot square box, surrounded <laughs> by police. And then when we got right? to that one point where the, uh, you know, where they, the whole thing stopped, it was like, ooh, I don't know about this. I hope this is going Yeah, right? Down. It's like, oh, I feel like a sitting duck right now. Like, what's going on? Exactly. I said that to Rich. I said, you know... Uh, I don't think there will ever be a time in your life that you can say that you walk down the center of Pennsylvania Avenue to the West House, totally surrounded by thousands upon thousands of people screaming at you, and just walk down leisurely like, you know, <laughs> nothing's going on. I mean, 
and, and, your and analogy the fact to the to the stadium is, is so, totally right. You know that that rush before a game or or coming out into the field not knowing what to expect. That those are the feelings. It's hard to put into words what you actually felt in that moment, but you know, exactly. it's time yeah. to be alert yeah. and stuff. But but that's all I wanted to say. I had a great time. I'm glad I went. I have zero regrets. Um, <laughs> keep posting my photo. It makes no difference to me, you know. Well, there can exactly. see how beautiful, gorgeous, white Aryan woman you are. Oh, thank you guys. All right, I'll let you guys go, but I was glad. I was happy. I was there. Okay. Yeah, thanks right, a lot, guys. Okay. All right, you ready for another caller? Got two more. I don't know who these are though. Uh, Bring them up. Eight five nine Erico, you're on Stormfront Action Radio. Um, I don't know if you all listened to David Duke yesterday. Um, I heard a replay of him on Rents Radio, and he had mentioned that there were uh, approximately a thousand people on our side who were not permitted to get on the train uh, to go into Washington D.C. Did anybody hear that? No, I'll have to check with Jason Kessler on that one. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, right now I'm kind of giving Jason a week off, let him adjust to what's going on. Let's see how the news reports on everything, and then next week we'll bring Jason on to give a summary of what way he saw how things went down. Well, I think that's real important. And then the other thing is uh, last night on Lou Dobbs, one of his guests, um, who is a regular on Fox News, uh, she kept saying this Antifa has to be dealt with, that they are dangerous, um, they're large enough now that they must be dangerous, uh, they're calling for the killing of the president. Um, so I think that was all in our favor. And those of you who are criticizing Jason, he provided a forum, a safe forum for any of the white groups in the United States who wanted to attend. He didn't have to do anything else. And I give him so much credit for that. Yep. And, it, and, it, 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 and all the talk about the fact that people afraid about security, man, I never saw such security in my whole life. Well, I right. mean, we didn't know how much security uh, was going to be provided, and I think that, that was very scary. But he did an outstanding job, and he has to be given credit for that. And no criticism is due him at all. Thank you. Goodbye. Well, thank you. I'll wait. You still there? I'm here. I'm here. Can I get your name so we'll know when you're calling? Just the first name? No. Oh, okay. Well, that's okay. 859, thank you for the call. Mm -hmm. I know who she is. But that's okay. Oh, okay. We'll just keep it cool. All right. Okay. We'll go to the next caller. Area code eight five six. Welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you. My name is uh, fourteen heart online. My, I, I'll go by that, but you call me Jay. I'm with the uh, European uh, New Jersey European Heritage Association. I was there at the event. Oh, good. Okay. I think I think you guys remember me. I have the skull mask on and a helmet. Yeah, sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what, it was really exciting. I mean, getting there and having the Antifa chase us out of the uh, parking lot and then to go to down to the train station, show up there to the angry uh, horde of uh, Antifa and communists yelling at us and screeching, it was really exciting. And then you take that train, and when you get to the um, Foggy Bottom Station, and you're taking that escalator up, and all you can hear is, boom, you're there. The, the hordes and crowds are yelling at you, calling you everything in the book. Cameras are on you. You hit that pavement. I watched Richie get that flag almost torn out of his hand. You know, he did get it torn out of his hands, and he was bleeding on the flag. He got it back. The police got it back. Then you hit that street on Pennsylvania Ave, start heading up, and they box you in. You got the motorcycles on the sides. You got the bikes in the front. You got a wall of police 
with either a sergeant or a higher up commanding them. And, uh, yeah, yeah, there was one maniac in the crowd with a white shirt, sweating profusely, yelling yeah. at the top of his lungs. I think he was on methamphetamines or something. He was hot, hopped up on drugs. From all directions, you had a couple maniacs. There was another guy on the left side with a gray shirt, and he was the same way, like a rabid dog frothing at the mouth, foaming at the mouth, acting crazy. I mean, it was a real sight, you know. And I don't know, like, if anybody, uh, you know, you're, if you didn't have some kind of apprehension or, or fear to what was going to go on, my biggest thing was Virginia. I, I, you know, after watching the police stand down, I was at Charlottesville last year, I didn't know what to expect there. I knew D.C. we were going to be fine, no problem. But you never know with Virginia the way they act. Even when we got back, they said about taking the mask off. I had to remove yes. it and put a piece of paper over my face because I didn't really want my identity out there. That's why I, online I use 14 Heart and I go by that handle because, you know, they'll make your life a living hell once you do get docs, especially if, in your, if you're in a position where they can really steal from you and take from you, you know? And that's what they're well, looking one of, for. One of the funny things is the fact that I use my real name on every reporter I talk to. And that's all out there on the social media. That people can't believe it, that they can't dox me because I just honestly admitted what my name was. I told them what my name was. I'm really not worried about it. So if you're going to do anything, I'm not doing anything wrong. And, you know, I was on the, the Black Muslim radio show last night giving a report of what happened up there. They all believe that what I'm doing is the right thing to do. It's just yeah. I'm looking out for my people like they're looking out for their people. And that's really what well, we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, there's other things. I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm also out there as well. I mean, it, am I allowed to shill my show by saying it? Or is that okay? No, go ahead. Good. Oh, okay. no, yeah, yeah. yeah, give us a way yeah. to contact you. Yeah, we have a show on uh, on YouTube. We just got you know strike yesterday, but we have a backup channel. It's called The Goys in the Hood, and that's Goys with a Z. So now we got The Goys in the Hood too. That I'm, you know, that we you know we run like a little podcast. We have game shows uh, like Name the Jew, and then you got to name their phenotype. Oh. Things of this nature. It's pretty fun. It's like. Totally original. We got a group of us doing it, so nobody else out there is, you know, doing something like this. Most of the podcasts are just people uh, kvetching about how bad we got it, you know, with no action or no plan whatsoever. But I mean, all of us are activists that are on this uh, podcast. That's on YouTube. But, um, okay. Yeah. Boys in the hood with a Z. G O Y Z in the hood. <laughs> yeah, just like the movie. It was the the boys in the hood. Well, we're a takeoff of that. The boys in the hood, because a lot of us are East Coast guys, and we basically live in the hood. I mean, look at uh, New Jersey. You know, with the New Jersey European Heritage Association. So our guys here, we are fifty three percent of the population, and dwindling white people. Yeah, just yeah, it's yeah. head kicked in. Yeah, yeah, especially where I came from. I came from Essex County, so Essex County oh. is like probably totally gone. Oh yeah. Yep, Newark, Belleville, yep. and you got, yep. uh, yeah, it is. Newark it is a hellhole. Yep. And that's the way no, it I is. Down the section. Yeah. Yeah, yep. terrible. Yeah, I'll just, uh, yeah, to get back to the entire event, uh, you know, being in that park, I, I couldn't help myself. Even when we were walking, I don't know how you are, but I like to troll online, and I can't help myself, you know. Uh when they were saying things, oh, I'm going to tell you, come over here, we'll go down the alleyway. I had to tra- troll them. So I was doing the crying, oh, oh crying, and, and then I'll drink your tears, I'm drinking your tears, I love it, you know what I mean? And come back at them. The hell with them, what are they going to do? You're surrounded by police, you know, exactly. somebody's got to kick up at some point. And even when we were in Lafayette Park, they had that barrier there, and the people across yeah. the way, I was giving them the thumbs up, one, two, three, four, one, four, fourteen. <laughs> trying to like meme the thumb, thumbs up is one, four, 14 words, and then the okay symbol, you know? Just trying to egg them on a little bit. I figure they, they ruin our lives. Why shouldn't we piss them off for the day, you know? Well, I think we did. I mean, it was pretty, no, uh, no denying the fact that, the, uh, that we really had them, you know, worked up and crazy. They were just like, I couldn't, that, that guy you're talking about with that white T-shirt, I, I can't, how the heck did he get in that state? 
I, you know, I was sweating, but that guy was sweating to where it looked like somebody poured a gallon of water over him. That's how, how hard he was sweating. I couldn't believe it. Drugs. I mean, look at the way he's acting, and then he's all sweaty. I've smelled marijuana. I've smelled marijuana smoke out there. I don't know if anybody else did. Oh, yeah, my but God. that's not going to make somebody sweat like that. I mean, he has to be, oh, no, you know, but... maybe big time hungover from alcohol the night before, or some some sort of drug that make. I I, I have no any kind of a connection with a drug, drug that would do anything like that. That that was that was weird looking. Mm, I, yeah, I he definitely he was definitely jittering and always moving, you know. So I would think like methamphetamines or something like that. He had to have been on. Uh, screaming, foaming at the mouth. I mean, you know, and on top of it, like, why is this guy so angry? At some point, it was only, what, 25, 30 of us that, that trolled this entire town, had them triggered, thousands of them. And, and then they yep. were, at the end of it, guess what? Since they couldn't get any of this, and the only one that came close was the one that attacked Rich with the flag, well, they started chipping out because they were going at each other afterwards. You had Black Lives Matter fighting with Antifa, and there was all kinds of things going on afterwards. And then they're attacking the police, and uh, you know, because they didn't get they didn't get their violence in, so they started at actually taking it out on each other. There's actually some kind of rift going in between Black Lives Matter and Antifa. They don't they don't see totally eye to eye. They don't get along. So that was good. That really got them uh, at each other's throats. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, like I said, it was uh, the. The emotional thing that, that took place with being in a place like that was just it's amazing. I mean, you can't. I, I, I really wasn't afraid. I, I, was, I had more fear in Charlottesville last year than I had there for some reason. I don't know why. But, uh, you know, it certainly was. Uh, well, you know that DC is not going to play games. They're not going to play around with any of that. Like I said, I was more skeptical of Virginia than DC. Because D.C., I mean, it's, it might as well be its own country. You know, the rules are totally different. Yeah. You know that there's surveillance cameras everywhere. I mean, you, you know, I knew being there, don't flick a cigarette butt on the ground, don't spit on the ground, don't do anything, you know, out of line there. You've got to be proper there because the eye is on you, you know. I mean, I don't think that they would do anything to us having a rally inside, but still, you know, you want to be courteous, you want to, uh, hold yourself true. I mean, I smoke, so I would butt my cigarettes out and put them in a bag. I didn't want to throw them on the ground. You know, that's, that's not what I do. So you conduct yourself in a certain manner. But, um, yeah, I, I, there's been nothing like this experience. I think it makes it bigger because there were a few of us. That's what made it so huge. The eye was on a few people, thousands and thousands of people, like you were saying earlier about a stadium going into a uh, sports stadium and you're the opposing team and the crowd's booing at you and yelling. And, but, I mean, even sports people, you know, I'm not too far away from Philadelphia, you know, and they won. And uh, uh, I'll tell you the truth, not, they weren't half as bad, and they're maniacs, sports people, especially football, compared to those crowds. I mean, what are they so angry about? My God, we, we were the center of all their hatred. I, mean, I don't know how many times you got threatened, the guy in a white shirt, the other guy. Especially, I don't know if the skull mask really triggers them because of previous events, you know, like uh, maybe the tiki torch. They remember that skull mask. But my goodness, I, that had them going crazy. There was the other guy on the right, the, the, the boomer with the mustache. And had been, as we're walking along, they're tripping on the curb. They're hitting, stop, they're hitting poles and they're moving around cars. They're, they're moving sideways like a craven crab. You know, and falling, <laughs> tripping, and hitting them. Did you see them when you're looking over? They're landing on the motorcycle, and then they pick themselves back up, and rah, 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 it's still going out. I mean, staying right there on top. Of you. Oh, my God. They're really diehards. They really, they really hate us. Yeah, or either they're paid to hate us. Yeah. It's yeah. not like some of them are paid. I, uh, absolutely, absolutely. We know, uh, George Soros and his money, uh, Media Matters, you know, they did a piece uh, about this, and they, they, they show it from the other light like like we were the violent ones coming in there. <laughs> it's like, how can you try to get we a lie just, that big? We should just have a Trump rally, just like what happened Sunday. 
and just bring some good speakers and then we'll record their their speeches and just leave it at that. It doesn't have to be United the Right. It doesn't matter what it is. They're going to show up anyway. Yeah. You know, and they're paid to hate it, so they're paid to hate Trump. I'll tell you what. I know I know how you brought this feel, and I'll tell you what. After this Sunday, if they were holding another one this Sunday, I would be there. And I said it before I even went. I probably would, too. I, oh, yeah. I, I said it before to a lot of my boys. I said, hey, look, if I, I don't care if I was the last man standing, like Leonidas, so be it. I don't care. I don't give a damn. I'm going. You know, and, and other people and naysayers, they got to cut that stuff out because people are like, oh, don't go. And I like to ask these people, where, okay, I'm not going to go to that rally. Where's your rally at? Where are you, oh, you're not holding a rally? Then why don't you just shut your mouth because uh, somebody's doing something good and it's the only thing we have out there. Nobody else is doing anything because I heard a lot of people counter-signaling the rally, and that's got to stop. And that's where people have to just call them out very simply. Where's your rally? Oh, well, I'm not having one. Then shut up. The old, if you don't have to have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. You know, Kessler might be, not be a, a lot of people's so-called cup of tea. You know, some people are more extreme, which I don't even know what that means anymore. But, uh, you know, don't counter-signal anybody. I don't. I don't. If I have something to say... Uh, you, you know, I just, I don't say it. I don't, I don't do that. I don't like the whole infighting thing, especially when people are actually doing IRL and being active. I think the people doing that that are not active, you know, they should, you know, they, they need to be told to cut that stuff out. Because it's very divisive. What is the IRL? I've been, I, I'm seeing it, but I haven't understood it yet. What does that mean? In real life. In real life. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I uh, went. Uh, uh, I went. Yeah, I, yeah, I went jaywalking with uh, Patrick Little just this last this Wednesday. It just passed. So the week for me was really great. Jaywalking with him on Wednesday, and then telling me, I, like, I felt like, you know, for a white nationalist, it feels like the equivalent of a kid going to Disneyland. Although we know who owns Disneyland. We, we now, just but need to get Patrick Little. Patrick but Little that, would be perfect for that. Put him up there and give him a loudspeaker. And let him speak. Yeah. Uh, but yep. he, he didn't I mean, show he, up. He didn't make yeah. it. Yeah. He's an yeah. independent. He only works by himself. Yeah. I mean, he's, uh, he's trying to motivate other people to go out jaywalking. And for me personally, that is the way. Because everything else is a symptom. You know, these, uh, you know, blacks in the city... Uh, you know, freaking out over some good boy that didn't do nothing, uh, or, you know, that's the symptom. The Jew is the disease. You know, the homosexual and his gay pride parades is the symptom. The Jew is the disease. Uh, the illegal alien playing yeah. his mariachi music at your county fair, that is the symptom. The Jew is the disease. Everything is through the Jew. If you get rid of him, you know, everything else will clear up. You know, he has a home. They convinced. They wanted Israel. 1948, they got it. They didn't need it. They already had the Jewish Autonomous Oblast, or the Jewish Autonomous State above China. They didn't need it. They get it. What do they do? They don't even want to live there. They say, take them alone. A light into the world, they are a blight into the world. Everywhere they go, they have to be chased out. I would never go somewhere. If I came to your house, I didn't feel comfortable, I'd leave. They have to actually be forced out. Because they're a parasitic race. Yeah. And now here we are dealing with them. The same gas six million supposedly came over here to run the civil rights racket. And now look at what we're dealing with today. Look at what they own. The Sackler family and Purdue Pharma. Jews, and they push opiates on people. Look at Hollywood and the filthy movies they put out and the commercials of race mixing. And then look at uh, the pornography industry, black, ex-hamster, porn hub, vivid pictures, all owned by these Jews. The Federal Reserve, which is not even federal, it's a private-owned bank by Jews. Last chairperson, Janet Yellen. Before that, Ben Shalom Bernanke. Before that, Alan Greenspan. Before that, Paul Volcker. Since 1979, that's when they put up the money. They, they put up collateral, all the state, uh, all the federal land is collateral for the Federal Reserve. And that was also when that Jewish pitchfork went up on the White House lawn and the nativity scene came down. And then you look at Wall Street. Goldman Sachs, Bear Stearns, uh, Lehman Brothers, Logan Company. And what are they? 
They're all Jews. These people reign over us, and they are a uh, they are a, a a brutal slave master to us. They not only suck us dry, but they also kill our folk. And I think that at some point, people have to stop with any focusing on any other problem. And let's just focus on these people because we've got the facts on our side. We've got the facts. We've got the names. CNN, Jeff Zucker, we know who these people are. We see what they want, and we see how they, how they rule over top of us. We call these Jewish supremacists out. They have a country. They beg. They kvetch. They wanted it in the worst way. They got it. don't even want to live there. All Israel is is a lily pad for when they get caught uh, with their white-collar schemes and um, money laundering to run back to and, and, uh, and, uh, you know, and claim residency. And a lot of them have dual citizenships anyway. So, that's and, uh, good. Yeah. All right on all that. All right. Uh, I didn't want to eat all your time up, so I guess I'll maybe let some other callers get in. No, it's good to have eyewitness, eyewitness reports of what happened. Yes. Excuse me? Yes, it's good to have these. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it, okay. brothers. Uh, Hell victory. Thank you, Jay. Yeah. Okay, anybody else? Got uh, 15, 20 minutes. Star six. I want to say uh, I fixed the problem from yesterday. If anybody got frustrated, and I did, and they said there was something wrong. Uh, but anyway, it wasn't just our imagination. <laughs> Called those people immediately after the show. They answer right off. Freeconferencecall.com. It's, it's very helpful service. Okay, Patrick from Texas is here. Where you been, Brother Patrick? Yeah, I, uh, I, um, I'm not really gunning for uh, Jason Kessler that much as I am kind of rehashing what happened in Charlottesville. You know, and now that uh, I understand that you know, Dr. Hill has been named in some of these suits here, and uh, there's a lot of, uh, I don't know if you're all familiar with Dr. Jim Fetzer or uh, Ali Demigard, who have uh, done a lot of deep diving into what happened. Um, but uh, there's a lot of uh, really bizarre things, like, you know, Jason Cutler, he, uh, he was uh, part of Occupy Wall Street, and uh, he was a Obama supporter. Now, how miraculously did he also do a 180-degree turn and want to become one of us? I uh, don't well, understand he, that. Well, he didn't do a 180-degree turn. I supported the Wall Street movement, too. I, I supported Ron Paul at the same time. And if Ron Paul had been nominated to be president by the Republican Party, he would have won, hands down. He would have had the left and the right voting for him. Now, you know, his Obama support, I don't know. Maybe he just didn't like right. Bush. You know, or, or who, who, was the first, who was the first alternative? McCain? I, I, I wouldn't vote. There's no... There's no there's no excuse for Obama. If you know well, you know, this, but everybody's coming more to the right. Everybody, including Jason Kessler. Jason Kessler will wind up being a white nationalist eventually. No, so, you, can't uh, so, to, you can't even begin to go with Obama to begin with. And if you're looking at his, his, uh, his, his whole uh, you know, platform, it was all about he wanted to build a, a, an arm, a, a civil service the size of the military. He wanted to disarm yeah. our military. Uh, and, Let's see, uh, how many years ago was that? Yeah, it was like well, uh, he the kid, uh, he yeah, was probably 23 then. How many 23 year olds know what the hell they're thinking about? Not not many of them, you know. There some. I mean, the young guy that went to Washington with us, he's 20, and he's cer- certainly thinks out everything that he sees, and, and and does a lot of research to find out where he's at and what's in it for him and where he's going to go with his life. But most people, when they're 23 years old, they don't have a clue. I sure didn't. That's a yeah, hell of so, a draft turn, turnaround all of a sudden. You, you're going to go all the way to someone with a, that kind of a platform. To uh, you know, uh, Everything was geared for anti-white, 
and it was all pro-black. You watch all this Hollywood production that was behind Obama, all the money that came in behind him. Nobody can, can mistakenly think that he was legitimate. Uh, you know, even Donald Trump had you know, swore up and down. This guy's he's a he's a he's a birther. He's a, he's a he wasn't even born in this country. He's got no credentials. You go on and on with the evidence. You can't if you have any any idea what's going on. You would know that Obama was manufactured. You look at all his friends in Chicago: Bill Ayers, Tony Resco. These are monsters, Jews. You know, you do any type of investigating at all. You can figure out, you know, you know Reverend Wright. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know chickens are come home to roost. There's, you know, you can't miss that. You know, you 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 got he you knew what was going on, and so, but uh, it's you know, it's par for the course. Is what I really wouldn't want to go to him too much. It's uh, uh you know looking at this you know Charlottesville. There's a lot of really bizarre events that happened. There's a they were using two different cars. Uh, there was two different similar drivers, Michael A. Fields and Michael E. Fields, two different guys. They have, to, they have all the evidence to, to show that. And there's, they have, there's, a, there's always a pattern of all of these events. They have to have staging areas. They isolate the areas. Every false flag event, they do the same thing. And he, it's, uh, it's all fits in. Uh, these are, you know, they're all the... Uh, uh, you know, Mallory, this guy, uh, uh, you know, the uh, Ford Fisher, the guy... Well, Charlottesville didn't compare to Washington, D.C. Sunday because the police were very efficient in what well, they did Sunday. In Charlottesville, they stood down and did nothing on purpose. Deliberately. Deliberately stood down. And Fields, by the way, is in jail right now with Jacob That's right. Goodwin. That's right. That's right. So, uh, that, so that, that I, I don't know about this theory about this... It was it was it was all done for for an agenda. They had to smear the white people, the white nationals. They turned everybody into you know uh, America first into some white supremacists. It was a transition that uh, they had all planned. All this stuff was all all these false spike events were pre-planned. Who's, who's making these plans? Who's making these plans? It's the uh, well, you take like the governor Terry McCullough. You know uh, he he had pardoned sixty thousand. Challenge, you know, for the Democratic Party, they're all Soros-funded, uh, you know, people. You know, that are coming and they're being bust in. Look, uh, well, see, that's the that's the that's the whole reason that these rallies are taking place to expose this stuff. And and the every news media person that spoke to me asked me if Donald Trump supported me in my efforts. There's other news media outlets out there that frame me as one of ten Nazis. No, I'm none of those things. I'm none of those things. So basically, you know, so you're no, talking about these plans, and, and, they're, and they're not no. plans. You, the, who, who, you want to talk Parkland? You want to talk San Diego? You want to talk Boston? Uh, you, you want to talk I want to talk Diego? about the ones that I was at. I'll talk okay. about the ones that I was at. I was at Charlottesville last year. And I was well, in Washington D.C. this about, year. I had no plans to do anything. That was nothing false. Okay, Patrick. Patrick, you're just kind of going on and on. No, so let's get to another caller. Thank you for the call, Patrick. No, you said. Okay. I don't know what to think about Patrick. Jeremy's on with us. Jeremy, hey, good morning, guys. Hey, doing great. Doing great. Yeah, you know it's hard to tell. So many things are false flags, so many things are, are planned, so many things are not. It's just difficult to tell. What we can always do is look at the results. And I think the results of Charlottesville last year and then the Unite the Right 2 this year in D.C., uh, as well as the non-event in Charlottesville this year, uh, that was a non-event that where Antifa just showed up and acted like asses. I think the exactly. result is that, yeah, the, America, I don't know what Kessler's, deal is. I don't know if somebody, if he's an agent, I don't, I don't know any of that, but we can see the results. The results exactly. are that the United States and the world got to see that the real communists in America, death to America, no borders, that spoke volumes. And it's pushing everyone further right. And even leading up to the, to the event, last year, or last week, I'm sorry, of Rush Limbaugh, actually made the statement on his program that the Democrats and the left 
were intending to use immigrants, uh, illegal immigration, as a means of taking down the white Christian majority in America. He actually said that. Tucker is saying things even for the right. Ann Coulter is coming out and saying things like, uh, yes. you know, the, we, we should bring white South Africaners over here and America is going to face what South Africa is facing if we keep this immigration up. So these people, like Ann Coulter certainly isn't on one of us. I mean, she's had race mixing in the past. She, she's pro-Israel in a way. Um, and these people are not part of us. Uh, but the, when, when they get up and they speak and when our ideas begin to filter into the mainstream and these prominent people get up and they, they use our talking points like Laura Ingram did, you know, Laura Ingram's certainly not one of us, but she made statements a few days ago uh, that sounded like something that David Duke might say or similar, uh, talking about how demographics is, is changing the face of America. So uh, I think the result of these things uh, is that they are, you know, our talking points are going mainstream, and being pro-American and patriotic is going to pretty soon equal being white nationalist. Um, and you, you made that statement that the media is trying to turn this into, you know, American patriots are white nationalists. Well, that's going to just backfire on them. And the more it, it's, it's going to be a win-win, you know, it, it, the more the media tries to demonize us, the more the average American is going to identify with us. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, that's exactly the point that was made. And the, it, Charlottesville completely illustrates it. Nobody from the right was there. It was only the left. And all by themselves, they had a riot. They didn't need us. They just had a riot anyway. Beating up police. How do you think those D.C. police officers feel after we went there? At one point, it was so crazy. I didn't even know this was possible. They told us to stop uploading video because the Antifa were using our uploads, or somebody's on the train's upload, to track our movement. Wow, that's pretty skillful operation right there, like I had to say. But the, the professionalism, and the, it was something, if you were in the middle of it, it was like being in, in the middle of a, of a movie, like a spy action novel, like Born Identity or, or you know, something, or Goldfinger or something like that, where you're in these vans, you're, you're being rushed through revolutionary Cuba to save you from the, the surrounding crowd. That, that, that's what it was like. I mean, it was so intense that, you know, I don't... I've never experienced anything like that before in my entire life, and I probably won't. Well, maybe I will, you know, because I'm pretty crazy. So what maybe Darren is saying is there's no room in the middle. You're going to have to go right or left. That's where it's going to wind up. There. Absolutely. Absolutely, it's going to wind up that way. There's no and, question and in, Patrick's, in Patrick's defense, I don't trust Kessler either. I don't trust Richard Spencer. I don't like some of the things Richard Spencer said about the Ukraine and about um, – you know, the state's giving us our rights rather than God. But here's the thing. Kessler may very well be a plant. I don't know. Um, I tend to think conspiratorial, sort of like Patrick at times. I just don't always vocalize it. But it backfired. If it was an event to try to make us look exactly. bad, it really backfired on them. Yes. And so exactly. that's, that's the point that I was making. Well, thanks for taking my call, guys. Okay. Thank you, Jeremy. Um, that's all our callers. Got a few more minutes. Anything about tomorrow? We got somebody on tomorrow, or hopefully Dr. Hill will be back Friday. Well, I, what I see is that uh, we're, uh, you, you know, we, we got a good show going. We got this uh, this this uh, this whole thing to report on. We still didn't hear from all the people that were at Charlottesville, but we heard from quite a few. And uh, I don't really think we need to bring anybody on. I think we've got enough information from the people, me and other people that were there. You know, we certainly, you know, have plenty of more things to talk about. I mean, okay. You know what I mean? I, I don't, and, and we'll wait for Dr. Hill to come on. And, and then the other thing I think that's important in this whole mix is the strategy to what to do from this point on. The, the, the strategic value of Charlottesville last year and D.C. this year Maybe that's not the. Maybe we shouldn't continue to do that. Maybe we should do something different now, more like the flash mob thing. You know, that might well, be the smart way. Kessler, 
sure provided us with a blueprint. Absolutely. Whether you agree with him or not, it, it can be done. You can actually have a rally at the White House, right across the street. Exactly. What better place in the world to do yep. one? And like so, I said, you know, you know that there was video of that event. With There might have even been satellite video going on. There's no telling how that was probably the most secured place, the most viewed place in the entire planet on a daily basis. And so when you come there with an event like this, I mean, whatever you say about Jason Kessler, he's a master troller, that's for sure. There's people <laughs> on the Internet right now that are, that are actually coming out and saying publicly that they're going to make believe they're going to have an event somewhere just to get Antifa all fired up to see if they can't get them to show up. They're, they're, they're actually exposing their plan to do this in, in social media. So, right. I mean, that, that's a, this okay, is a trend got... that's been that, that's set. we got another caller. Got one more caller, it looks like, okay. before we get close to the end. Welcome, Erica 209. Hello, hello. Yes, hey. first of all, I want to... Salutations to all the heroes that showed up and, and do this. And secondly, I know there's very little time, so I want to. I heard somebody just joined in and somebody was talking about Patrick Little. I think he's got a winning strategy. I think a lot of good looking uh, guys, you know, especially young men and girls, should um, join him. He's going all over the country and um, he's very brave, very bold. He was uh, um, in front of the White House, he was in front of the Israeli embassy. Um, he goes to APAC, and um, he just talks to people all over the country. And I think that's a great idea. Um, he wears a suit, uh, and he looks really good in it, and sometimes just his vest and dress shirt. And that really attracts people. I can tell that. The girls look at him, you know. And um, so I think, yes, putting, um, I want to put that out. <laughs> How much well, time he, is left? he uses the surprise method. He doesn't advertise where he's going or where he's going to be. So, yeah, I think he has a great, great strategy, great idea. He's very well spoken. He's good looking, and I think a lot of our good looking young men and 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 ladies um, should join him. You know, maybe not different people at different times. And besides, I'll, I I wish you would call him. I think. I think he needs more people, too. I think he should have, like, some bodyguards, you know, people watching his back and that kind of thing. So people walking with him, maybe they don't even have to appear like they're with him. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, actually. So I think I really want to put that out there. I want to encourage all all these wonderful, brave, um, um, well, (laughs) I want to say young people, but a lot of these brave ones are not that young, like Father Francis, but he's terribly young. Uh, That's what I tell him. He's young at heart. Hi, Father Francis. I finally got on. I I got up early to to do this because I thought I could listen um, later in the day, but I can't, right? It has to be at this hour. There's no archive. No, there is a way to listen on archives. Robert, can you give instructions on that? And I see, I've got a CNN video coming up here, Antifa and Black Lives Matter are called hate groups on CNN, and this is about uh, the D.C. rally. I'm, I'm looking forward well, to watching Well, I have, a, the I have show. a meme I want to share. I think it's very powerful, but I, I don't know how it will go over. I think it may be a little too powerful. I've been thinking of uh, sharing this with somebody, you know, about free speech. You know, what did Jesus do, right? What did he do? Priests, he spoke. That's what he did. He preached, right? Yep. The Sermon on the Mount. I think it would be a great meme, a picture of Jesus preach, preaching on the mount and underlined free speech. And then the next yeah, exactly. picture, so I said it's very strong, you know, the next picture could be him on the cross with a little six-pointed star somewhere or something like that. <laughs> I'm yeah, quite exactly. serious. It's very yeah, powerful. Sounds, I, I like it. I like it. I like it. Thank you. I, we'll put it out there to all the young people. They'll know what to do with it. I'm actually, I'm, I'm Nightingale from California, uh, Paco. So I'm actually legally blind, so I'm not good at, I don't know how to do these things, the graphics and all this. <laughs> no, neither do I. That's okay. a, and, and, I, and my wife te- I need someone to teach me. That's why I'm going to move to Tennessee. I'm going to help you feed the chickens, and you can help me find a little farm on my own. They're all around. You, can, you, you, you got my number, I think, so you can always call me. I do. I yeah. do. Anyway, I know the time is running out, running out so I want to um, 
you know, say hi to all of you again, and, and that, that was great what you did, and every action were, were you know, with good, decent, well-spoken people show up, I think is good. And again, I want to encourage um, this, what Patrick Little is doing, and uh, well-dressed, well, good-looking, well-spoken, you know, people walking with him, I think is a wonderful thing. It really catches the attention also, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, uh, yeah, because they're winners. Look, you look like winners, so you want to join them. I want to walk with him, too. You know, I want to look like a cool girl here, you know. Cool. <laughs> okay. And right, well, I put my name out there. How long, how long do, do we go? I think it's past the hour. Yeah, yeah we yeah, got we a good have, show. We usually sign off at 10.05. We don't want to interfere with Don Black's show. So we're oh, signing off. I just off. put her down as California gal. I don't know All right. her name. How about that? <laughs> this is Nightingale yeah, from the Moon. Okay. Nightingale, and if they ask me where from, I'll say from the Moon because I know Luke gets away with saying he's from Antarctica, so I'll be from the Moon. Yeah, that'll work. Anything like okay, that. Okay, no battery. My phone's, my phone's gonna die anyway. So. All right. Au Have a good day. I'll au revoir. Thank you all. I'll do it for today. We'll be back tomorrow. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.